Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels, and welcome to my weekly Q&A podcast for my virtual coaching group on Facebook. Today is Q&A number 72, which is awesome. So it's been a year and a half. I'm excited about going into 2022 with y'all. Um, we're at 98 members in 20 states, and um, I hope y'all had a wonderful Christmas. My son came home for a few days, so that was awesome. I got to spend a lot of quality time, just he and I, which I always value since I only get to see him about once a year now. He lives in New Orleans. So anyways, um, I'm uh, our topic today is going to be about commitment and consistency for 2022. I'm going to pick up where we left off on the few things I asked you to get done in December to prepare you for 2022. And we're going to go through everything from how to set your daily schedule with your riding with your horse, what to work on, to setting your goals for super shows, rodeo, jackpots, whatever it is you're trying to do. And I'm going to kind of talk you through an outline. So definitely have a pen and paper with you and be ready to write some stuff down. <clears throat> we will be having a personal best drawing in December, for December, on January 3rd, um, since the first falls this weekend. New Year's is Friday night and Saturday day. So on Monday, which will be the 3rd of 2022, um, we will do a personal best drawing. As of right now, I only have 10 names on the list, which is kind of small for our group. But I know the holidays, a lot of you took December off. Um, some of you are going to competitions this weekend. There's a lot of New Year's um, super shows going on this weekend, so good luck at those. And 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 I know you've been planning and preparing, and have confidence in yourself that your your um, practice is going to be part of your muscle memory, and that will give you that confidence to go in there and just focus on what you can control, like riding to your spots and just being in the moment, and you will do great. So. Um, Let's see here. For videos last week, I um, I posted in the group last week things to work on, like loping on a lunge line for your horse. That's a great way to help your horse find balance and pick up their leads, as well as for you to see if they look sound. Also work on a loose rein woe off body language and voice. So I posted that in the group. For the dry work, I posted doing circles in nose in, nose out. Um, and so that's a little tip there. And then for the uh, uh, barrel work, I showed a video on alleyway, um, things to do in the alleyway for scoring your horse. So uh, this week, I posted in there for Tuesday's groundwork, the go forward cue, which comes in handy for trailer loading. So hopefully you got to watch that video for Wednesday's um, dry work. It's spirals. That's a wonderful drill. And that video examples in the group. It's a wonderful drill for <clears throat> the young horse to learn um, collection and balance. It's great for the free runner to learn to rate and collect and find um, their collected gates can be controlled off body language preferably. And then also for the lazy horse, the push style horse to get flex and fluidity and have a nice cadence from your large, medium, small circle back out to your medium and large. Um, it's also great for the rider to get teamwork with their horse and learn how to change their body language for the extended large circle to sit down a little deeper and add a little leg for the medium and the small. And also looking at your quarter turns, 
<clears throat> as well as turning your shoulder and hip and such and using a little more outside leg, especially in the smaller circle. It can be done at the walk and the trot first and then the lope last. Um, but I would do the post trot on the large and maybe the medium and then only sit jog the small. Um, and same thing when you canter, sit really deep for the medium and the small and sit a little bit more up for the large. Let's see here on the pattern tomorrow. I will be posting the single barrel drill that you do within the pattern as a tune up for your horse to get them focused on you and the turn and not just about running from barrel to barrel, but being correct in body position and help you with your timing and your feel um, and riding those quarter turns. It really develop develops that easy in hurry out, which will eventually make for really snappy, snappy turns when it's done correctly with the proper pocket and collection going in so that they can really use their hindquarters and their pivot foot and fire out on the exit. So it's really important position and um, as far as your spots go and then also rider cue as well as the horse's collection and, and body, body position. So um, that's a great one for team building for you and your horse. So let's see what else. Um, I ha oh, don't have very many shout outs or videos that I had to do um, this week because of Christmas. I think I only did about six, so nothing too big there. And um, I am going to go into, I only had one question come up in the last week and that question, and then I'm going to go right into the topic. But the question was, um, why do, why can't we practice fast on the barrels? Um, well, the answer to that would be mainly you would blow up your horse also, you would waste runs on them. If you run a horse over and over, they just get too much adrenaline, they get too hot, and they just can't focus. You would also be wasting runs. There's only so many runs in a horse before they have to retire due to lameness. And why would you want to waste it in a practice pen? Um, yeah, the other important thing is their emotional and mental control. If you don't do slow work, you're going to develop a really impatient, hot, stiff, uncontrollable horse. But the main reason is perfect slow work leads to perfect runs. So by walking and jogging the pattern, whether it's when you come back in from a pasture ride or a trail ride, or after you do some dry work or some drills, walking and jogging the barrels or post-trot sit jogging the barrels is how your muscle memory becomes automatic when you go fast. It's also how your horse knows exactly where you want them and they feel when you sit up for go cue, when you sit down for rate cue, and when you look and ride to your quarter turns, and when you use a little bit more outside stirrup to keep a bigger circle or inside hip to snap out, it's all very important. So that is the main reason, and that's a really good question, and I'm glad you asked it. And oftentimes you won't see that at barrel races. You could be at a MBHA and see people exhibitioning several times fast, and or at a speed show, Gymkhana type event and see people doing that. And I don't recommend it. The only time I would do it is if you're on a young horse um, and you're trying to lope the pattern and get them a little bit seasoned away from home before you start entering jackpots. But as far as uh, to run in an exhibition before you run in the jackpot, absolutely not. <laughs> Your training should be done by this point. And all you should be doing is using an exhibition for them to see the pin, feel the pin, and for you to show them slow what you expect from them fast. Um, and that's the main goal of that.
so um, we talked about um, the topic this this week is going to be commitment and consistency for 2022. Um, uh, something I'm going to post it in the group with the pictures underneath this podcast. But something that was really helpful for me when I was riding eight horses a day, five training horses, three personal horses. Now, my personal horses, I rode them every other day, and um, but my training horses was five days a week. And then I competed at least once every weekend, um, sometimes client horses, sometimes my own. Um, and then I usually had one family day. So balance is really important. And keeping a schedule is really important because sometimes you forget who you worked on what if you're riding that many horses or what you're working on. So having a schedule just helps keep the routine going. So another thing that's important is journaling, journaling your horse records so you don't have an expired Coggins or health certificate. So you know when you wormed them last or did your chiropractic. So horse records are important as well as record keeping for your barrel racing. So something that might be really advantageous for everyone in the group, everyone has their own routine and style. And we're going to talk about that. I told you to get a day timer. One that I made that was really cool many years ago when I was going hard was a three ring binder. And then I ordered a um, three ring binder, you know, eight and a half by 11, that, you know, full letter size, uh, weekly, a week at a month day timer that I could put into that three ring binder. And then I put um, three ring paper in there. And then I also punched a hole into my record keeper and put all that in there. And then I also put some laminated plastic pages in there to stick my Coggins and my health certificates in. So that way, everything I needed, if I was going hard to super shows and crossing the borders or whatever was in one binder, I just had to grab it and everything was right there for me. I could be, okay, last time I ran here, the ground was like this, or I drew like this, and and this is what happened in my run, so this is what I need to think about this time. Um, you know, I'll have all my health papers. Everything's right there for you. So a three-ring binder is great for that. You can also get my record keeper and my training notebook off of Amazon, and you can put those in your binder as well. Um, or it'll just give you ideas on making your own binder. So uh, there are a lot of fancy, expensive binders out there or, or journals or day timers, and you can definitely invest in them. Whatever works best for you. Um, I just try to make something <coughs> simple, um, inexpensive, but yet effective. So because any record keeping is better than no record keeping. So that's what I want you to get in the habit of keeping records of your competition and your horse keeping, as well as... Um, you know, everything else you need to have in one place, like your show schedule, when you need deadlines, when to call in and enter a barrel race or, or uh, send your papers off or whatever, your entry fees. Um, that is really important, especially if you're doing WPRA rodeo and such. So um, you don't want to miss the deadlines to enter your super shows and things um, or pro rodeos. So let's see here. Uh, that's something to consider. So with this topic being... Um, commitment and consistency for 2022, we have to have some goal setting and schedules and routines. So in December, I asked everybody to do that for me, to write down on a paper your plan for 2022, what your goals will be for next year. And I also asked you to get a day timer so you can write down your schedule in there, what, what you're going to attend and deadlines to enter it. I also asked you to get any kind of papers that you can write down your routines and your schedule in it. 
And in that schedule, um, so these are the three things you need to have written down in that. And it can just be a plain little, um, you know, what do you call it? Legally lined, lined pad of paper, whatever, whatever way you want to do it. As long as you write it down and you can see it every day. I also suggested taping your goals up in your bathroom mirror so you'll see them and say them every day. You can even do your 60-day sprint. I mean, your, sorry, your 60-second daily sprint there as well. Um, so anyways, if you want to make 2022 an awesome year, write down your dreams, your goals for the next year and make them big ones, you know, make them where they're kind of scary and maybe you won't reach them. You know, it's a good time to also look back at 2021 and say, well, did I reach those goals or did I come close? And you know what, if you didn't, that's okay. Just keep working at it. Keep plugging away and figure out what can I do more this year? Because you know what? Life happens, adversity happens, lamenesses happens, you know, just so much can happen in life. And, um, and we don't always get our goals. So, but we have to have them because one, it's positive, it's encouraging, and it gives us purpose and passion. Um, but the next thing you would want to do is, um, is now that you've set that dream and that goal for 2022, write it down, make a plan, and you kind of need to reverse engineer it. And we've talked about that before, where you go, okay, this is my yearly plan. How can I reach it monthly, weekly, and daily? And then you need to start taking action. So I would start with that and then obviously have a daily schedule because here's what happens if you don't have a daily schedule. You will get, especially women, because we do too much. We have our families, we have our friends, we have our um, spouses or boyfriends or whatever. You also have your jobs, your businesses. Um, sometimes you put yourself last, which would mean maybe you don't, have some me time, time blocked for riding every day or exercising every day. Um, so it's really important that you design a daily schedule that allows you to fit that time in. Maybe you have 30 minutes in the morning, you can exercise. Maybe you have 30 minutes every night, you can ride your horse. And everybody's schedule is going to be different. Some of you ride five a day. Some of you ride one every other day. It's going to depend on your schedule. Then you need to ride out a schedule for your horse, a routine for your horse. And maybe you'll have, um, you know, like Mondays off or a trail ride or pasture ride. Um, Tuesday might be groundwork and dry work, um, groundwork on the ground, maybe, you know, lunging for respect or desensitizing, um, <clears throat> things like that, moving body parts around. Maybe in the saddle, you'll work on your foundation, your basics, your fundamentals, ex you know, transitions, face flexing, side pass, rollbacks, lead changes, all of those kind of things. Um, and then maybe Wednesday will be drill day, drills and walk and trot the barrel pattern. Thursday could be drills and walk and trot the barrel pattern. Friday might be give them off or a really light little ride um, and pack up the horse trailer and hook up and all that stuff. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday's competition. So, you know, have a schedule that you can really commit to and keep going on. Um, and that's really important too, based on your individual horse. If you have a hot horse and they do better with long and slow rides, if you have a lazy horse, they might need to sprint once a week. Um, you know, you might want to do some long trotting for conditioning out in the, you know, 
pastures or out on the trail um, just to keep them from getting bored and mixing it up. You can even do your dry work and your drills out in the fields. You don't have to do it in an arena. <clears throat> the change of scenery is good for you and your horse. So um, that's important. So right now you should have your 2022 day timer, whatever, whatever you want for a day timer. You should also have your vision board done where you put down your dreams for 2022 and have it posted on your bathroom wall or somewhere where you're going to see it every single day. The number one reason people um, don't stick with their resolutions is because they don't keep them in front of them every day and life gets in the way. So that's something to do. I have mine right in my bathroom right now, right next to where I brush my teeth three times a day. So I can see them and read them and say them out loud every single day. You know, wherever you're going to see them, that's where they should be. Okay. Um, so right now you should also have written down your goals um, for 2022, your dreams. Um, and then you should have that schedule written out for daily you know, weekly and monthly, however in depth you prefer to get. Everybody's different. Some of you are more laid back. Some of you are really anal and perfection and really want everything spelled out. So whatever way works for you, this is an outline of doing it. <clears throat> and you can be extremely detailed, but I can tell you this, the more specific you are, the better you're going to stick with it because you've really thought it through. Um, the next important thing we talked about is routine. Know what you're going to do for your rides daily and weekly, but also know your pre-competition routine, such as I'm going to arrive two hours early and I'm going to get my horse out, let him eat some grass and then groom him. And then I'm going to go up to the uh, entry booth and sign in and check out where the stakes are and the timers. And, and then I'm going to go ahead and um, have a visual moment of how I plan to bring my horse to this arena, the holding area, uh, the alleyway approach, um, what may or may not distract my horse in the arena, uh, if I have to ride deeper on one barrel or if the patterns on the fence are out in the open. Um, how does the ground look? You know, heavy and slow or, or uh, packed and fast, you know, and just kind of make some mental visualization. See yourself riding your horse through the pattern in that specific arena. And then go back and saddle, you know, warm up and then maybe tie your horse to the trailer, you know, offer water, do all your pregame stuff, whether it's stretching your horse, stretching you, um, extra, you know, liniment supplements, anything extra you do to, to help you guys be ready. Uh, leg boots, rubber bands, rubber band the mains, you know, all that routine. You can write it all down. And then, you know, when you get on, um, you know, do you stay by the trailer for so long? Do you go up to the holding pin for two drags out? You know, be specific on what works for your individual horse. Um, some horses do better camped out by the arena. Some do better to come up one, one or two drags out. Um, kind of know what works for your horse. So um, some horses need to gate um, and score before they run. Some don't and maybe just need to do it after their run. Um, these are all important things to know about your horse. You're each an individual. Your horse is an individual. You're an individual. And, and no two schedules will be the same because no two horse and riders are the same. So that's very important to remember as well. So that's how we get First of all, our first commitment is by knowing what we want and knowing our horse and knowing ourselves and what will work for us. That's our commitment. Our consistency 
will come from that daily schedule. No matter what, you know, I'm going to try to get this done every single day. Now, mind you, weather might get in the way, um, you know, illness or injury might get in the way, whatever, work might get in the way, things are going to happen, but have that schedule and try to stick with it. And you know what? If it doesn't, let it go and get back on track the next day. That's all you can do or the next time you can get back on track. Um, and also something really needs to be important and mentioned is being happy. And that should be part of your goal, you know, that should be to be your best self. Does that also include yourself being happy and peaceful and not stressed out, maybe encouraging and and building relationships and friendships and and things like that. See yourself exactly how you'd want it to be. Not all business either, you know, but also a time of being happy and and motivated. You know, believe in yourself. That's really important. Um, it's, it's, um, sometimes if we don't have a plan, then we can't control time. And then all of a sudden we'll be like, wow, the whole day got away from me and I didn't get anything done. And that's no different than starting a cult that doesn't have any steering or brakes or anything like that. I don't want to get on a cult for the first time that I haven't worked on the ground and established some buttons. I want to have some buttons on the ground so that when I do hop on that horse, I've desensitized them and taught them enough from the ground that I know when I get on them, I'm going to have some control. And that's the same thing with your schedule going into 2022. It's good to have some control of what you want to happen. Um, you truly need to believe in yourself and your horse and, and kind of look at that and see, you know, um, what that's going to look like or feel like. Do I have the budget to go where I want to go? How how much do I need to work to accomplish this? Um, you know, do I have the time to put into my horse for their fitness and emotional and mental well-being? Um, and make a to-do list, you know, a big to-do list on big stuff you need to do, whether it be for your business, your job, your, your horse's health, um, your health, and then have your smaller regular to-do list that you got to get done as well. Those things are important to know. Um, so once you know what you want and you have your vision for your goals, for your business, your job, your life, your horse, yourself, um, and then you just have to prioritize it and schedule it. And that's where this next week is really important going into the, the new year. Um, you know, it's the time to start writing down your show schedule that you're aware of. And, um, and again, um, penciling in time that you're at work or school and penciling time that you're in the barn and, and spending time with your horse. You know, these are all really important things to make sure you make time for. You can work out in the barn, you know, you can do your stretching and, and all of that out there. And let's face it, cowgirls have so much to do. I always say I need to offer memberships on my farm. I could have people pressure washing my barn and my house and, uh, trimming trees and bushes and pulling weeds and cleaning stalls and leveling ground and scrubbing out water tanks. If you think about it, you could have a 30-minute gym. You hear about people doing yoga with goats. Well, heck, we, we do manure meditation every day. You know, when we clean out our stalls, for a lot of us, that's our meditation time where we really kind of chill out and listen to the sounds of the barn that the horse is eating, the cats meowing, the birds chirping, and we just kind of think about our day and, 
and things we got to do and all of that. So we do a lot of meditation, just cleaning stalls, manure meditation. So, um, you know, everybody has their own way of doing things, right? We, we all, and you can really keep it. You can actually schedule in your workouts, you know, by taking the manure out further or doing it faster or, you know, moving those hay bales or you can really work out kind of like in the Rocky movie where he was fighting the Russian and the Russian had all the high tech stuff and Rocky was in a barn and using stuff in the barn to get in shape you know it's no different so you don't have to make it expensive you don't have to do it away from home um you know you can do everything in your backyard or where you board your horse or whatever your situation is um but you just have to prioritize it and schedule it and have a plan so if anything I I tell you today sticks with you um just know what your purpose and your passion is and know that your story has a meaning and know that if you go ahead and, and see it, believe it and it will manifest if you work at it every day. And um, timelines are important. You know, we want to set timelines. We may not always have ideal timelines, um, but work at it. You know, sometimes our timelines are going to, we're going to exceed them. Sometimes we're going to fall short of them, but just keep working at it. So some things to think of for positive planning. Um, number one, like I mentioned, visualize what you want to get done. Um, know what you want. Number two, um, do the groundwork. You know, as far as, you know, when you think of a horse and groundwork with a horse, you know, that's where we get to know what a horse is afraid of, what the, what they respond to. And that's how you learn yourself. What what are your fears? What are things that are holding you back? Um, the next thing, like when um, third thing is think of like desensitizing or whatever, working with a horse. We have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone sometimes. Um, our, our self, our comfort zone and our horse's comfort zone. That's education. Education with speed, education for growth all of those things. Number four, um, your fundamentals, you know, setting up really good habits, um, having a solid foundation in your rider cues, a solid foundation in your horse, um, making sure you know exactly where you need to be on your pattern and how to get it accomplished with your go cue, your rate cue, your turn cue, all of that, um, riding to your spots, knowing where your sweet spots are, how much arc does my horse need? How much pocket does my horse need? What's my horse's turning style? You know, when should I hustle? When should I back off? Um, those are all really important fundamentals. Um, and then the fifth thing is, um, the adversity, you know, you think of, um, riding a wild horse or a bucking horse, you know, there are obstacles that happen in life and there's a lot of adversity and you have to say, okay, if that happens to me, how will I handle this challenge and how will I get better through it? Um, and then the final thing is stay focused. Um, the sixth thing I'd recommend for you is, um, no distractions. Um, you know, you're going to have people call you friends. Hey, you want to go to this concert? You want to go to this whatever. And you can just say, no, I have plans because it, you've got your daily schedule and you're going to stick with it. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a little time here or there, but if you easily get distracted because someone says, you know, well, you've got to go to this 4-H meeting with your kids, or you got to go there, or you got to go there. You know, you really need to try to stick with your schedule as much as you can. And I know life's going to happen, but there are some things you can say no to. And you can simply just say, I have plans because you do. In your calendar, that's your writing time and nobody messes with your writing time. 
and just, you know, keep it as part of it, you know, meet them after you're done writing or before, but not at, when you have your set writing time, um, be committed to it. You know, it's real easy for people to, you know, decide, Oh, I'm going to fly to here. I'm going to go to this concert or to this, you know, uh, beach or to whatever. But if you really want to meet your barrel racing goals, your horse riding goals, you really have to make it just like going to your job that you get paid. You have to be there and show up. So, um, the road to success, many people think it's a straight line up, you know, from this little tiny point low on the ground to this giant Mount Everest. It's not like that. It's actually very hilly hills and valleys. You'll have ups and you'll have downs. You'll have moments where you peak and moments where you go back down. And if you think success is anything other than that, think again, because it's not um, success in, in life, success in barrel racing, success in training horses. It's all very humbling at times. You know, you could be going great for a little while and then things kind of fall apart, but you just got to stick with it, stick with the foundation, stick with the basics, and it will get better again. And sometimes you have to think outside of your box. Maybe, you know, uh, it's time for the vet to get involved, or maybe it's time to take a lesson or go for a clinic or Again, all those things that you can do to improve yourself. Um, but really, horses in life can very much be similar, and you can learn a lot from horses that obtain to life. Um, you know, horses can give us confidence that we need in life. In life, we have to believe in ourselves, and, and we can get that with our horses as well. Um, we have to be organized to do well, and, and our horse schedule is very much like our life schedule. It takes planning. It takes action. So there's a lot of things that horse and life have in common as far as re responsibility, passion, purpose, um, planning, scheduling, all of that has to do. Um, caring, having fun, enjoying it, embracing it, a lot of positive things as well. So it's a good time, um, you know, as I mentioned, to reflect a little bit on um, 2021. I heard something on TV, which I thought was a really cute idea to write down your 2021 um, or to look at your 2021 goals that you'd already written down um, and see if you reached them and then write down what what didn't go good in 2021 and burn that piece of paper, throw it in the fire pit, whatever, and and then have your 2022 goals and tape those up in that bathroom wall or wherever you'll see them every day. And, um, you know, your where you brush your teeth, your mirror in your bathroom, something and um, and just focus on that. So, uh, you know, letting go of last year and planning for this year. And, you know, and I think that's really important as well. So um, we're literally, um, you know, a week away from a new year, a, you know, just a few days from a new year, a weekend away. <clears throat> so remember how important manifesting is. Um, so by having those vision boards and having those written goals and saying them every day, our thoughts um, and our words matter. Our brain will work constantly to manifest the things that we tell it. And um, so tell it a positive story. Pray about it. Say it out loud. And make sure that it's a story that you want to live, that you're telling yourself in your mind and in your words. Um, by all means, be yourself. All of us are different. And what works for me may not work for you. So plan yourself 
what's going to flow for you, however you get organized, however you set goals, however you plan your schedule. Um, everyone's going to be a little different, but um, know that if you have a dream, you just got to reach deep and work at it a little bit every day to make it happen. You know, reverse engineer it into a daily schedule. Um, and let your vision board be your happy place. You know, let it be your positive place where um, you're thinking of a, a, a life that you want because that's what you're going to attract for yourself. Um, and by, for me, writing and writing, writing with an R and writing with a W help me grow. You know, I find um, both help me grow and always have. I became very good at what I did because I did it a lot. You know, it wasn't that I had um, a ton of raw talent. I just worked really hard at it every single day and knew I wanted to make my own 1D, 2D horses. I knew I wanted to have my own training business, um, you know, in clinics and lessons and all of that. And I just knew that's what I wanted so I just worked at it every day. And my my first and foremost goal was to help people. If I helped people succeed, have a better relationship with their horse, meet their goals, then my business would grow. So you have to have a mission. You know, Ride With Heart was mine to always put the horse first, um, to give 100% inside and outside the arena. And um and many people could identify with that. You know, not every barrel racer, a horse is just a commodity to get them to a certain level and they're down the road if they're not. Most barrel racers, they fall in love with their horse and their horse is their teammate. And whether they run 1D or 3D, um, you know, it's the relationship, it's the team team and it doesn't matter you know it's okay if you do sell a horse and you make sure they get a great home and you get yourself a step-up horse there's nothing wrong with that by any means but it's still putting the horse first making sure they end up in the right home giving them a foundation that if they can't be a barrel horse they could be a good trail horse or maybe go work cows um putting the horse first those things are really important not having some horse that you know, is miserable and, and it's going to go on to have a miserable life or possibly hurt or abused or anything like that. I think that's our job as their caretaker to know that we are providing that for them. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned, um, a great horse can give you a lot of confidence, but a lot of us are starting out with a horse that we're training ourselves. And that's going to require a lot of um, confidence in ourselves as we realize that not every day is going to be easy. And um, you may very well need to go to clinics and, and lessons. You may need to haul more, but just remembering how important it is, the more time you put into something, the better it will get for you. Um, so with that said, uh, I mentioned to look back on 21 and say, did I meet... Um, did I meet my goals? Did I exceed them? Am I still trying? Um, and then, you know, it's important to remember that kid or that young woman that you were once and how you would just go for it. And you weren't scared. You weren't scared. You didn't overthink or anything like that. You know, for a lot of us, especially myself, I know now, now that I have a, a bad hip and I'm on my own, I often worry about getting hurt 
or getting sick because I'm the only one responsible for paying my bills. So if I don't work, I don't get paid. So a lot of that sits in your mind and um, you don't, you're not as fearless as you weren't once were, but you can't win uh, holding back, you know, so you have to, you know, say, you know what, I'm going to let it all hang out here and go for it. And, you know, I mean, not in a stupid way, but in a controlled way where you and your horse are a team. Um, but, you know, it's just a matter of, of remembering that fearless person in yourself and being that person. And, you know, and for some of us, we've um, changed some of our goals where maybe we just want to really just enjoy them. And that's okay, too. You know, but some of you want to go for it and, and be at the top. And that's, that's awesome. So, um, you know, the other thing I mentioned a little bit is setbacks. You're going to have them. And I've talked about this in detail. Just make your comebacks even stronger and focus on those timelines um, and do a little bit each day to get there. Focus on the present. Let go of the past. Be in the moment. And then finally, um, you know, let go of the bad. Embrace the good. That's important. And have have some goals for everybody. Have a horse goal. Find if there's any holes in your horse and focus on one thing you can do to improve your horse. Maybe write down five things that you wish your horse did better and work on one thing at a time to improve them. And then write down five things that you wish you could do better for yourself and focus on that one thing. Um, maybe for your horse, they need to have a little bit uh, more solid foundation. Uh, maybe they need to be a little calmer. You know, maybe they need to be a little more fluid or flexing. Um, maybe they need more consistency. For you, maybe you need to eat a little healthier, exercise a little bit more, uh, be a little bit more confident in your mental game and believing in yourself. So write down those five things for you and your horse and work on one at a time and just knock out that one thing and then move on to the next. And then, of course, most importantly, have fun with it, you guys. Life is short. I think if anything we've learned through this pandemic, nobody knows what tomorrow's going to bring. So you really have to just be in the moment and be happy and just appreciate life's little blessings. I often say it's great to start your morning that way. Wake up, give thanks, and start off with a positive uh, 60 second sprint, you know, say it out loud, what your goals are and what you're thankful for. And, and that's a wonderful way to start your day. Um, because again, what we say in our mind and our words matters. So know what you want and know who you are. Um, do that self assessment, you know, as a writer, are you fit? Are you good at your cues? Are you confident? Um, are you taking action? You know, all of those things. Are you happy? Are you positive? Um, for the horse, you know, is a horse fit? Are they mentally and emotionally uh, sound? Are they physically sound? Um, is their foundation solid? Is their pattern solid? You know, is your teamwork solid? Um, are you building a confident horse that loves this job? Um, it's no different than wanting to lose 10 pounds, you know. There's temptations all the time. There's adversity all the time. You get invited to drinks or someone brings cookies to the office or you go to dinner and they put bread and butter basket right in front of you. There's always going to be things that are going to try to sabotage your goals and you have to really have discipline. And just having those little bit of discipline 
they become habits. And if you show up daily, it's going to become good habits for you. So, um, you know, for me, pain makes me quit a lot. My hip sometimes brings me to tears. Uh, my son and I went hiking in a forest on Christmas Eve day. And on Christmas day, I had to ride the four-wheeler and no more hiking because I was in so much pain from the day before. And, you know, it's hard. I find myself having to start over all the time because it's a fine line between what I can and can't do until I get this hip surgery. And, um, you know, and those are all, you know, different goals that I have too, you know, of saving money for that. And, uh, you know, all the stuff that's going to, that's going to take time off to heal and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we all have our different journeys and paths that we're on and, and we all have to get there. So whether it's your, for yourself or your horse or your business, your job, your school, you know, just stay focused, develop really good habits and you'll get there. Um, so anyways, um, chip away a little bit. Again, if you chip away a little bit every day, it just adds up. And, um, and you know, I won't go into it. It's pretty obvious. You know, I think it's a no-brainer what we all need to do. So so write down, write it down and do it. So um, thinking of uh, it a lot like, you know, transitions on a horse. You know, are your transitions going to be smooth? Are they going to be crazy? You know, start those mornings out with a positive you know, for me, I like to pray and review my goals, look at my calendar and um, start with a positive attitude. You know, whatever that works for you, that's what you should do. And by all means, you guys celebrate your victories. As you well know, I have a monthly personal best drawing. And the reason I do that every single Monday, I ask you to tell me about your wins. Nobody ever comments, but I keep doing it <laughs> because I want it in your mind. I want you to, even if you don't comment because you're being humble or shy, I want you to celebrate your victories, whatever they are, small, big, every little win leads up to your yearly goals. So if you have a daily thing that you did, hey, I worked out today. Hey, I exercised, you know, hey, I drank water, more water today. I ate healthy today. I rode my horse every day this week. Um, those are victories to celebrate. You know, uh, my horse and I are really in sync right now. I'm feeling super confident about us. You know, our pattern's been really consistent. Um, all those things add up to meeting your yearly goals. So try not to get stuck in negative places. If something doesn't feel right, you know, maybe even halfway into the year and you don't like your goals anymore, you can change them. You can pivot. You can say, you know what, I've grown. I think this would work better. I'm going to do this instead. And that's okay. You know, just whatever works for you as an individual team is what you want to go for. So again, I'm going to go ahead and close up here. And, um, you know, I have a couple more things I want to talk about. And then we'll be closing it up because I've been talking for almost 45 minutes. But um, you, right now is a good time to start penciling in your day timer, your schedule, and your your shows that you're going to go to, your barrel races and super shows and stuff. Um, it's also a really good time to, uh, you know, to have that journal and know what's working for you. Um, you know, it's, it is just one of those things where sometimes people feel guilty because they haven't, um, they've taken time for themselves, but don't, you need time to yourself to be a better mother, to be a better wife, to be a better girlfriend, to be a better friend. Don't be afraid to take time. We all need time for ourselves and with our horses. So again, I, as I mentioned before, making that schedule Monday through 
uh, Friday and then, you know, weekend competition. It's all about balance and that's really key. Um, you know, we're really, really lucky having horses in the pandemic and COVID because, well, the rest of the world in the city is dealing with this pandemic in their face every day. We're lucky. We can just go to the barn or go for a ride or go to a show. And it doesn't feel that way for us because we're on our horses and we social distance on a regular basis. Um, so we're very blessed, you know, to have our lifestyle to, you know, our lifestyle in the country, our lifestyle with the horses. And, um, and I think we should really pay attention to that and just be aware that, um, life is a time that we learn to love. We, we learn to live in it and, um, embrace it and just really, really enjoy it. So, so anyways, um, I just will end there, I guess, and just, um, hope everybody has a happy, happy new year. Be safe, be have fun. Um, and then next week I'm going to talk about the top 10 things you can do, um, to improve, um, the top 10 things you can focus on and, um, to improve yourself as a horseman and as a competitor. So that will be topic for next week. And, um, again, happy new year to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, God bless y'all and ride with heart.